Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I am Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad, so glad you joined us for the program today. It's where we brief you on what's happening in the world of news and current events. We talk about it and uh, whatever else we want to talk about. We may even have a riddle for you today. Uh, don't let me forget. And uh, and whatever else you want to get involved, do so. 918-756-3646 is the number. You can text or call. Well, because one number does it all. We're super high tech around here like that. We also podcast this sucker out on the podcast world. Edit uh, It's Apple, Google, and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe, love it, and share it because we're trying to save America one podcast at a time. And uh, I don't know if we're getting it done or not, but we're we're doing our best this right here on the Brewers Briefing. And again, thanks for joining us. Get in there officially, 918-756-3646. I expect to hear from you today. Let's see. It's Tuesday, April the 11th. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what it's doing. It's a gorgeous morning outside, been out there having coffee on the front porch. Nice, 51 degrees. Fair skies, looking for 76 today in green country. Lots of sunshine and light southerly breezes. Uh, we need to go fishing, I think. <laughs> we just can't. Got those bills we got to pay. Tonight, clearing 48. Tomorrow, back to 76 and sunshine. South winds 15 to 20, 50 overnight. Thursday, up to 78 degrees. Lovely, gorgeous. Friday, looking at 79 with a 20% chance of a shower. Saturday, 73, cooling it down a skosh. 71 on Sunday, sunshine. And next week, we'll kick it off with 76 degrees and sunshine. We're going to have to take off all week, looks like. Yeah, can I get it? Anybody want to? Yeah, okay. All right, let me see. Got some texts coming in already this morning. Good morning, Damon Burley from Sherman, Texas. Glad to have you along with the program, my friend. And good morning to you, David, as well. Appreciate the good mornings there. It's always fun to just... Have that. That's nice. Appreciate that. You guys can just text in. Oh, by the way, you can text in your memes and jokes and, and whatever else you got going on uh, on the text line. Okay. All right. So we did the weather. Let, we didn't check the, the uh, temperatures around the state. Let me do that real quick. I'm curious. 39 up in Kenton, Oklahoma, in the Panhandle. And then we got the hot spot is where? Where is going to be the hot spot today? 56 over in Cookson. That may be, I see 56 down in Walrika, and that's going to be, that's it. Oh, nope, there's a 57 over in Spencer and Oklahoma City East. Anyway, nobody cares. Let's see, where do we want to, I've got something I'm going to play for you today, and it's uh, the wife over there, she uh, turned me on to this last night. She was watching uh, Fox, and Mark Levin had a rant. She said, you got to hear it. And so I did. I, I tuned it in, and I checked it out, and it's, man, it's good. So I'm going to play that for you later today. <laughs> I got a meme from David. That's just not right, David. I'm going to play this this uh, clip for you later. It's um, it's Mark Levin talking about what's happening with the United States, China in particularly. And it's something you're going to want to hear, so stay tuned, okay? Don't go anywhere. Don't even go to the bathroom unless you take it on your phone. And by the way, your phone, we have phone apps now. Man, we're so high tech. We have it in the Apple Store, in the Google Play Store. You can just look for the brew. Bada boom, bada bang. That's going to be right there at the top. And it's free. I didn't charge anybody for that. I'm nice like that. So check that out. That's pretty cool stuff. Got a good morning from Fay Roy. He's up and at him this morning. You like that Ernest Angley touch right there? I know it. Anyway, good morning, Marshila. She's got an announcement to make. It's about the Ogbogie Republicans having a meeting tonight. That was in my news at 8 o'clock. Jenny White with the R-O-P-E is going to be talking about dark money that floods the election, sometimes determines the outcomes. What is it? Why is it there? What does it do? Who uses it? Et cetera, et cetera. And that's going to be tonight at the Republican meeting. It starts at 6.30. Unless you're an actual real Republican, you want to get in on the business meeting, that's at 6. And it's at the American Legion there at 7.30 West 6th Street across from old Randy's Foods. Right there in Okmoga. That's tonight, okay? 6.30. Thank you, Marcia. All right, we got that done. Anybody else? Got some fresh eggs for sale? Oh, that's Tradio. That's coming up at 9. Okay. 
So anyway, stick around for the uh, the Mark Levin deal. It's, it's worth it. It's good stuff. In other news, I just came across this. Melania is supposedly, according to People Magazine, and people that are supposed to be in the know, is uh, saying she doesn't want to be part of the campaign. She's like, ah, she's not comfortable with it. Not comfortable. Just wants to be left alone. Keep me out of this mess. You know, I mean, it's right now it's all about the Stormy Daniels thing. It's like, I could see how that would be uncomfortable. People Magazine reporting in the wake of Donald Trump's arraignment over the alleged hush money. Melania wants to remain out of the spotlight. Her husband continues to host rallies and speaking at engagements. Melania does not want to be involved. Melania is not now or hasn't recently taken part in her husband's political events. Sources tell People Magazine it's not comfortable for her. And uh, so we'll uh, we'll see if she shows up or not. I, you know, Ivanka stepped out of the limelight. She's out. Her and Jared are not a part of that deal. You never see them. You see John Jr. and you see Eric kind of still hanging around. But I don't I don't guess Melania's been in any of the last ones, has she? I don't know. Maybe not. We'll keep an eye on it. Okay. In other news, we've got uh we got this deal here. I want to talk to you about this. King Charles the <coughs> third, excuse me, says here according to the Gateway Pundit uh website is at an impasse with the Church of England over his coronation, which is coming up here in a, a few weeks. He wants participation from non-Christian clerics in defiance of tradition. The globalist king previously accused of secretly being a Muslim. <laughs> it's uh, within four weeks to go until the ceremony of coronation of Britain's King Charles III. The final preparations are still in a flux as the globalist monarch has been at loggerheads with the Church of England leaders over the role of other faiths they should play in the coronation. Church sources, I should do my British accent, don't you think? Church sources say the monarchy has been told that his desire for a diverse ceremony, including participation in non-Christians, risks clashing with centuries. Old canon law, which bars Muslims, Hindu, Jewish, and other faith leaders from reading out prayers during the service. And so I'm curious if this guy is the Antichrist. <laughs> is, he, is he trying to, uh, he says here, he says here that Charles has had a long desire to be the defender of all faiths. Hmm. And wants to make a statement about it on his coronation day. Church leaders are not happy about it. Rightfully so. Is this the Antichrist? I mean, people have been saying forever, it's the Pope. But I've also seen that it could be the King Charles as the Antichrist. What say you, Brewski tribe listeners? I'd be curious to know. In a joint message last month, Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, who will officiate at the ceremony, and Archbishop of York, Stephen Cottrell, said the coronation at its center is a Christian service rooted in long-standing tradition. And that's, that's Scottish. What am I breaking into these different accents? I'm, and Christian symbolism. But uh, King Charles, and he, he's going to break away from all that. What's going to happen? He'll get his way. Of course, he's the king, man. The king against the church. Oh, my gosh. Going to have to keep an eye on this. Four weeks away. Interesting. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. What say you? Is he the Antichrist? Is it going to be King Charles? Somebody said to sound like the very woke king coming out. I know it. Everybody's getting all woke this morning. Good morning, JP. Welcome to the program. You're a little bit late. We start at 8.04 to be exact. So I uh, need to tighten up your game a little bit there, buddy. So anyway, I, I'm curious to see about that deal right there. He might be the Antichrist. I mean, the Antichrist has got to be running around somewhere. Damon says it's Obama. <laughs> I don't know. You think it's Obama? I think Obama might be the, uh, he might be one of the, you know, one of the, uh, you know, the, the false prophet or something like that. Maybe he's, a, I don't think he's going to be the Antichrist. He might be. There's six letters in his name. Or no, it's just five. Hussein, maybe. I don't know. 
who knows these things? Speaking of prophecy in the end times, man, I got a, uh, I got a something this morning. And where is it? Where can I go find that? Let me see. I got a video sent to me from a dear friend. And it was about f almost an hour long. I can't you, play you, it to you. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't start talking. It's, a, it's by a guy named Amir Sarfati. And he's got a uh, ministry called Behold Israel. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen this guy before. I do like this guy. I, I really liked what he had to say. I listened to most all of this thing this morning over coffee. Behold Israel with Amir Sarfati. And he's talking about, he, he's, he's in connection with people that are in connection with people that are in connection, you know what I'm saying, with people in the Arab countries, in the Iranians, Saudis, and, and more. And he's warning about some um, escalated attacks on Israel. Now, we've seen, if you've been in looking at the news any at all lately, there's there's been a quite an increase in attacks on Israel. I mean, there's terrorist attacks. We're seeing them murder innocent Jews on a pretty regular basis now. I mean, that is definitely on an uptick, and it is it's so disgusting and satanic. It's just it's so sad to see, man. I mean, just these... Radical, bloodthirsty Muslims killing innocent Jewish women and children and police officers and anybody they can get a hold of. They don't care, man. Just and then they pass out candy in the streets over there in their Muslim countries as celebration. It's disgusting. And it, it, it's the it's the it's the worst of the worst of the worst of human beings. And, and they can get pretty bad. Humans can get really bad. Anyway, so there's this escalation in uh, missile attacks. And you've been seeing them now. And usually it always just comes from Gaza, right? Over the last several years, most all the, 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 the missiles have been coming from Gaza. And then we return it. We blast them out of their hospitals and schools. and then. But now it's coming from the north. We're seeing it from Lebanon. And then there was another attack from Syria. Some, some missiles coming from that direction as well. And this guy talks all about this in this, this update he's doing about the, uh, you know, what's, what's kind of being planned and all that stuff. So if you're interested, I can't, can't play an hour long thing for you, but you can check it out. Amir Sarfati, behold Israel. And you can kind of Google that up there and see what he's got to say. It's, it's interesting. And, it, and it's, uh, of course it's, it's alarming, but at the same time, you know, he's, he's a man of faith and he's talking about how, our faith has good assumed. I mean, the circumstances of the world are crazy. We we talk about it every day on the program. Of course, it's it's upside down. There's such a satanic attack over the world, and it's 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 literally so perverted. And and how do we respond? How do we handle? It? Well, it's, we handle it with our faith. I mean, we keep we we know who's in control. God is in control, and He's going to let things get crazy sometimes, of course. But our faith keeps us solid and grounded, and uh, and we have nothing to worry about because. He's got us. No matter what, what, our, what our fate is, if we've got our faith in him, we're going to be good. You know, it doesn't mean we're not going to have problems or troubles or anything like that. It's not Pollyanna, but it's, we're solid. we got our feet on the rock, right? Get an amen in the back. Thank you very much. Pass the plate here in a minute. Uh, let's see. What are you people saying on the, on the text line here? You're kind of blowing it up a little bit. What is this? Uh, I wonder if the stone of destiny will be at his coronation. That will tell you something. Ooh, the stone of destiny. What is that? I'm going to have to ask uh, GPT. What is the stone of destiny? You got me on that one. I'm not sure what that is. The stone of destiny, it says, also known as the stone of scone. Or the coronation stone is a historic artifact with great cultural and historical significance of Scotland and the British Isles. It's a rectangular block of red sandstone that has been used for centuries in coronation ceremonies of Scottish and later British monarchs. The stone of destiny has a long and storied history with its origin shrouded in legend. According to one popular legend, the stone was originally used as a pillow by the biblical figure Jacob who had a dream of a ladder reaching to heaven while he slept. We know that story. The stone was then supposedly brought to Ireland and later to Scotland, where it was used as a symbol of royal authority. 
The stone's historical significance is more certain from time. It is used in the coronation of Scottish kings of Scone, a village near Perth, Scotland, in 1296. This is, how long is this going to go? <laughs> this may be forever. It's, it's interesting, though, right? You people are in the know. I didn't even know anything about this deal. It, uh, it's been used, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. What does it mean if it is? Does it mean he's the Antichrist? You guys are way ahead of me on this deal. <laughs> way, way, which is not hard to do to get ahead of me. I mean, it's not that, it's not that hard to do. But anyway, ChatGPT is still spitting out the answer. <laughs> still going. Uh, we'll get back to it, okay? Let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving. I wanted to see this story. Here's the headline from Fox. Bud Light's Dylan Mulvaney controversy hits rural distributors as branding guru thinks consumers are confused. I saw uh, John Rich, the country singer, last night for a few seconds on, on the news. And he owns a restaurant in Nashville. Uh, what's it called? Uh, something Riviera. Redneck Riviera or something. I can't remember. Anyway, he owns a restaurant down there. He said, <laughs> used to be, I'm the hang on, hang on. Used to be that uh, Bud Light was the number one beer sold in his restaurant. Used to be. That was the, that was the deal right there. Not anymore. He said, we can't sell it. We've got cases of Budweiser stacking up back there. Nobody's buying it. People are boycotting it. And so this article, I just want to see what it's had to say. I haven't read it yet. Anheuser-Busch distributors in rural areas are spooked. Over widespread backlash to Bud Light celebrating transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney's 365 days of girlhood. This is probably the biggest controversy we've seen in a long time. Beer Business Daily editor and publisher Harry Schumacher told Fox Digital News, it could be a tempest in a teapot, could be temporary, but it's enough that distributors have rung the bell. Hmm. Well, I've made the switch to Yingling. Yingling, I'm not sure how you say it. It is the oldest brewery in America. Did you know that? You even heard of it? Yingling. Yingling, Yingling. Anyway, however you say it. It's a family-run business. They're all just husband, wife, and sister, and brothers. Small little outfit, but there's, it's, it's around here, so you might check it out. It's pretty good stuff. So far, they're not very woke. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, everybody's looking for an alternative. Coors is no better, from what I understand. So people that were going to go to Coors Light, <laughs> eh, move on. They're evidently just as woke as Bud Light is now. And it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, but it is. It's the woke community. It's what they're doing. It's just happening like this in San Francisco. Now we see all the businesses that uh, are <laughs> living in these Democratic uh, run uh, uh, of place. Now they're leaving San Francisco. Whole Foods closes one year after opening. That's pretty bad when you have to leave in the first year. New York Post reporting Whole Foods pulling out of San Francisco. Just cannot take it anymore. San Fran run. Isn't that nasty Pelosi's district? Doesn't she live over there and kind of have some some say? <laughs> oh my gosh. Leftist policies. That is what's happening. A recent open, recently opened Whole Foods in San Francisco, closing the doors. They say uh, we're closing. What does it say? Uh, I thought it was due to crime and drugs, high theft. Uh, they're hostile toward the patrons. <laughs> Nobody wants to shop there. Store managers restricted the use of its bathrooms to its customers only after syringes and pipes were found in the restrooms. Who would want to go to that store, man? I mean, if you got to go through that stuff and be, you know, plagued by those kind of folks, not good. And so businesses are leaving. And this is, you know, it's California by by and large as a whole. That's what they're they are running businesses out of the state. And, uh, it's just a matter of time. You can't survive that forever. Like <laughs> you just, you know, it's going to dry up and nobody's coming there. Nobody's coming there. And we got an issue with that right here back at home. You know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, we, we had a video. I haven't really said too much about it. Not particularly any reason, but 
The Okmulgee County Sheriff put out a video on Facebook recently. I, mean, I know some of you have probably seen that deal. It was a shooting at the Okmulgee County Fairgrounds. And I'm telling you what, it, it was shocking how many bullets were shot in that video. Like, I mean a lot. It sounded like a major shootout. Like, it, <laughs> the OK Corral got nothing on this deal. And it was a, it's, it's a, from what I understand, there's, there's quite a, an increase in escalation in crime and, and shootings and stuff like that in Oak Mulgee. It's not good. And it's, uh, it, for every reason, of course. I mean, it's obviously extremely dangerous. And they're trying, the uh, sheriff's department is trying to get information about that. That's why they put this out there on their Facebook page and trying to get information to see what's going on and see if they can investigate it. it. It was really bad. If you haven't seen it, go look for it. It's unreal. And it's got to stop. And we got to, we got to, we got to get put an end to all that stuff. We, you know, because people won't come to that community, right? Our community is like, well, nobody wants to come to that if it's full of crime. And, and it starts at home, and we can go about have that whole conversation, right? I mean, it's it all comes back to the home and all that kind of stuff. We're not going to go into all that today, but that is that's where it starts, and it's and that's got to be improved. I know, just preaching good this morning. We got to take a break. We'll pay some bills. Come right back. Stay with us here on Brewers Briefing. Eight twenty-eight is our time. It's Brewers Briefing, and I appreciate you tuning in. You didn't have to, and here you all are. Appreciate that a lot. Nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six is the number. If you want to text or call, love to hear from you. Fayroy says Hillary. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Does that mean she's the Antichrist? Come on, Fayroy. I need more than that. And I got something else with the, the last the GPT finally sh- shut her down on this uh, stone of destiny. In 1996, as a gesture of goodwill and to acknowledge its importance to Scotland, the British government returned the Stone of Destiny to Scotland. It is now on display at Edinburgh Castle, along with other Scottish crown jewels, but it is agreed that it will be brought back to Westminster Abbey for any future coronations, which is coming up shortly. We'll see. Okay, um, let's see what else we got here. Um, okay, so we had this horrible shooting yesterday in in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Such a weird deal. Connor Sturgeon, a former employee, identified as he, him, had his pronouns in his profile, was the shooter which left five people dead and six injured. Uh, of course, the shooter also uh, taken out in this deal. He was posting on his Instagram. Evidently, he live-streamed all this on his Instagram page. And he had posted out to some friends uh, or a friend or something before this whole incident happened that he might go do something like this. And um, it's tragic. It's, It's just, you know, we see it a lot. And it's the same old thing. Everybody knee jerks to the, it's the guns. It's, that's like, well, the gun didn't walk in there by itself and shoot these people up. It, it could be the mental condition of these people. It, 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 it's like somebody I was talking to on Twitter. So I'm having this little argument with somebody on Twitter. And of course, they're just like, it's the guns. It's the guns. I'm like, well, and they were talking about school shootings. I think the particular deal was, I'm like, you know, back in the day, when I was in high school, about every third person had a gun in their pickup truck. We all drove pickup trucks. So we went to Sayre High School. It was a little country school out there and a bunch of rednecks. And we had guns in our in our truck. From What you do, you carry your gun. And there was no school shootings back then. And we had lots of guns. Everybody had guns. Lots of guns. And so my argument was there's not more guns now than there wasn't then. Hell, we had them in the in our trucks, in the parking lot back then. And it was not an issue. What has changed? It's not more guns. It's not easier to get guns. That's that's kind of what the argument guy was making. Well, it's easier to get guns now than they used to be. That's not easier now than it used to be. It used to be easier. You could mail order a gun back in the day and get it mailed to you. It's the culture that's changed. That's what I think. I think the culture has changed, and it's... Uh, it ain't going in the right direction. It's changed for the worst. Worse. 
And uh, anyway, that's that's my argument. And, and same with this guy. I mean, he, he's I don't know what all the backstory is. Dude's mentally ill and uh, rejected in some way, and I don't know all the backstory. He hymns in his profile. You know, it's, it's just you got to do that virtual signaling thing and be part of that crew and something else. Something else. Okay, let's keep moving here. Let's see what else we got for you people. What do we got? Eight thirty-two is our time. I'm still going to play that Mark Levin thing. Don't don't forget me on that deal. Okay. Hey, I got a riddle. Let me see where that riddle is. I haven't. I haven't. I don't know that I've solved this yet, but I'm going to put it in GPT. If I if I can't get it. And if you can't get it, we'll see what what ChatGPT has to say. Okay, so Pam sent a riddle to me this morning. Are right, you ready for it? Here's the riddle. You have me today. Tomorrow, you'll have more. As your time passes, I'm not easy to store. I don't take up space, but I'm only in one place. I am what you saw, but not what you see. What am I? Okay, I already threw out a guess. I, I, I didn't cheat. I'm going to cheat here in a little while if we don't get that riddle. So let me know what you think. Okay, you can be thinking about that while we continue on with the, the news. These people, the woke community, you know, they claim to be inclusive and tolerant. They're the most intolerant group out there. I don't know if you've, you've known this or not. You can see this. It's they're getting more violent. We're seeing a bunch of these latest rounds of shootings or trans type people or, you know, of that ilk. And now there's this guy down in Florida. He's some woke professor who threatened to burn down the colleges. He got, he resigned because of Ron DeSantis, governor DeSantis, what he's doing down there. And, uh, he, he's, he's part of this publicly funded new college of Florida and he announced his resignation. I guess he's got a big following on his social media. He said he declared he would burn its buildings to the ground in response to conservative trustees appointing a new president. Aaron Hillgas, founder of the Big Nerd Ranch technology company, served as New College's interim director of data science before taking to social media to tell over 350,000 people he will not be renewing his contract when it expires. He claims conservative officials in Florida refusing to allow the college to teach far-left curriculum is fascism. And he says, if I were more patriotic, I would burn the college's buildings to the ground. But I have a soft spot in my heart for the students and the faculty, and so I guess I won't. But this is how radical these people are. Like, they are out there, man. They are, and they're getting more radical all the time, more emboldened, more deadly. By every passing day. And I don't, I don't think this is going to slow down anytime soon. What's, what do you think? It just, we see it more and more almost every single day. Now it's just, it's very violent. I mean, we saw the, the trans person, of course, went in and shot the Christians up the other day. And then we saw somebody here in Oklahoma city had the t-shirt, you know, trans rights, than all the guns or else. I mean, it's it's getting more and more and more violent and threatening, and it's not good. It's not good at all. And speaking of education, this is in, 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 in education news, just the news, judge threatens parents with massive penalties for challenging school anti-racism dogma. This is shocking as well. I came across this this morning. Obama appointee deems teachers' First Amendment claims frivolous in challenge to anti-racism training in a Missouri school district. And they ordered to pay these parents nearly $313,000. I'm like, what is this? Two teachers challenging the constitutionality of compelled anti-racism training have been ordered to pay $313,000 in their Missouri school district legal fees under a ruling lawyers called overly, overtly hostile and meant to scare off future lawsuits by parents and teachers. Well, that's no kidding. 
these lawyers say they've never faced attorney's fees, sanctions for challenging unconstitutional government action at any level in 50 years. And this leftist of Obama appointed judge, of course, they're going to appeal and all that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you, they are coming after the conservative, the Christians. You rise up, you challenge something, they'll try to slap these fines on you and, and, and intimidate you. And, of course, everybody that might even think about it. This intimidation is coming from all levels. Think about back in COVID days. Hell, they even intimidated doctors from coming out with the truth about things, right? This intimidation is at every level. I mean, it's, it's how tyranny works. Intimidation and fear. And that's how the enemy is, is working everywhere. It's in the schools. It's in the medical field. It's everywhere. Trying to intimidate. And silence you and, and everybody else from speaking out in any fashion trying to silence these parents. I mean, you know, hell, the DOJ came out and, and, and was coming after parents at school board meetings, right? And this is kind of the same kind of a deal here. Threatening and, and <laughs> like we got real terrorists coming across the border down there and you're going to school board meetings and you're, you're, you're putting agents in Catholic churches and kind of, you know, watching what's going on. Where's all these, these people that are uh, terrorists? I mean, the terrorists I saw yesterday on the, on the news somewhere, that the FBI is is flagging words like red pilled, and uh, what was some other ones? Red pilled and based. If you say the word based, oh man, you're probably a terrorist. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Where shall we go? What time is it? Eight thirty-eight. I'm keeping an eye on the time. Damon said the White House just issued a warning that AI is a security risk. This old AI thing is, uh, you know, we've been talking about it every day. It's, it's, it's scary. They're not knowing what to do about it. What is to, they're supposed to meet tomorrow. The White House is supposed to have some sort of a meeting about it. And see, I didn't see that uh, announcement, so you had to clue me in where that came from. Back on the education deal, the UK's biggest teaching union has voted to have drag story hour across all British schools. The National Education Union Conference overwhelmingly voted to push LGBTQI plus initiatives in schools. It's around the whole world. It's not just here in America. It's everywhere. And they're coming after the kiddos big time. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay, somebody tried to, to uh, solve the, the riddle with the same answer that I came up with. And there's two. There's two people. Memories. Or a memory, says two of you. That's exactly what I said. I said memory, too. I was so... I'm so proud of myself. I actually got it. I'm not good with riddles. And I think I might have got it right. Pam hasn't answered if that's right or not. But I think it's right. I think it's a memory, don't you? That was a good riddle. Okay. I think we're on, we're on board. We'll see what the real answer is. But I think it's memory. Okay. All right. What else we got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this deal for you, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. I want to play this Levin piece for you. Because, you know, this is... A little bit about what we talked about with the good Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Pam says that is correct. It is memory. And I win the prize, which is an air guitar signed by me. And I will send those also to you people that got the correct answer. It will just appear out of nowhere. And it is the invisible air guitar. Okay. But it has, it has my signature on it. So keep it. It's worth a lot. Memories. That's, that's a good riddle. Thank you. We hadn't done a riddle in a while. Anyway, so we were talking about the good senator the other day about a lot of geopolitics and China and South America and right Ukraine and Russia and what could happen and how it could all go down. And Mark Levin, who has a – he used to have a radio show. He still may have a radio show. I used to listen to him on a radio show. He's got a weekend show now on Fox Anyway, he was on Hannity last night, and this is what he had to say. I'm just going to cut right into his deal 
and uh, and check out what he has to say. It's good stuff. Great one. I want to ask you this. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. Talking about China, their alliance with Putin, their alliance with Iran. Now the Saudis have, have chosen sides. They, they're now going with China and Russia and Iran. And you see the world disintegrating. And your president, Joe, is going over to visit castles in Ireland. Uh, your thoughts? Right. <laughs> We've lost Brazil. Brazil now is with China. That's in our own hemisphere. We have, used to have something called the Monroe Doctrine. Let me read you a list, Sean. Invasion of foreigners, severe economic troubles, division of the empire, empire stretched too thin, government corruption and political instability, loss of traditional values, weakening of the legions, the military. That is what combined to destroy the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire lasts a thousand years. We're not even close to a thousand years. Every one of those seven or eight issues is something we are confronting today. And Rome fell in 476 CE of its own weight. We have something going on in this country that we've never had before. We have a Marxist revolution that is destroying us from within while the enemy gathers abroad. And there is an access of powers against us right now. It's China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. This is no joke. China hasn't built the biggest navy on the face of the earth military islands in the South China Sea, over 27 bases of different kinds in our hemisphere, a, a deep water naval base in Somalia, where my great uncle fought on Guadalcanal. You have uh, China with a base on the western coast of Africa facing us, killer satellites, nuclear missiles. You think they're building all that to defeat Taiwan? They're building all that to defeat us. They're not going to be satisfied with Taiwan. They're in battles now with the Philippines and Japan, even Vietnam. Uh, Australia's being threatened. Uh, unless you're Helen Keller, you can't see this and hear what's going on here. This is a big damn deal. And let me tell you something that viewers of this audience and others may not want to hear. We need to prepare for war against China. I don't mean go to war. I don't mean initiate a war, but they are preparing for war. We are completely unprepared as a nation psychologically. We are completely unprepared economically and immigration-wise in securing our border. Our military is not prepared in the sense that they're pushing this woke ideology. Our military budgets do not reflect the threats that we are facing in the world around us. I want to say it again so the backbenchers regurgitate it. We must prepare for war against China, not because we want war, not because we're going to cause war, but because they want war. They've only communicated it 10,000 different ways, whether it's violating our airspace, navigable waters, threatening our ships, threatening our country, threatening our people. What else can they do short of attacking? They're not going to be satisfied with Taiwan. This is a big damn deal. And we don't have the military brass in the Pentagon to deal with this. The Secretary of Defense or Secretary of State, we've never been so weak. That's what G sees. He sees what I see. He sees what the rest of the damn world sees. This is no joke. When you have the French, this guy, what is he, Vichy France? This guy stabs us in the back, Macron. Lafayette, remember Lafayette? He helped us during the Revolutionary War. He defied the, the monarchy. He joined Washington. He led the Battle of Brandywine. He got wounded. He was with us. The French helped us at the end of the war. Here's France, where we sent GIs to Europe to liberate France. And many of them died. And look what this bastard does to us, the president of France. He goes over to China at the height of tensions, stabs us in the back, says he will not support us. He's provoking the Chinese to act. Talks about autonomy. You can stick your autonomy, France, as far as I'm concerned. Joe Biden. Joe Biden gets elected, putatively anyway. He's Mr. Diplomacy. Tells the world we're back. Mr. Globalist. Mr. Experience. Let me tell you something. He's dragging this country into depression. He's dragging this country into war. 
not because of what the isolationists say, but because of the opposite. We're not acting like a confident, strong country. And so people are disrespecting us. He keeps calling Xi. We don't know what he's telling him, but I can imagine what he's telling. What do they keep saying? We don't want conflict. We want competition. Stop calling Xi because you're demonstrating to him how damn weak you are. We, the people, deserve a better leader than this and a better government than this. But this is what we put up with. It's absolutely unbelievable. That's it. I'm done. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's uh, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty straightforward. That's why I wanted to play that for you because it, uh, it, it is just spot on. And it's, there's so much, so much in that deal. And like I said, we were talking about that with Senator Mullen about some of this stuff and how China is doing all they're doing. And we are just, you know, when he went over that stuff in the beginning about all the things that were facing Rome, I, when I, when I first heard all that, it's like, well, this is America. Yeah. We're dealing with this and this and this and this and this and this, that's all he's talking about America. And then he brings up, Oh, that was what d defeated Rome. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly where we are. And we're a couple hundred years into it. And so I don't know, you know, it's, it's, he talks about preparing for war with China and, and, and of course all the China's doing and building up their military worldwide is, is real. That's facts on the ground. I don't know. I, I have a tendency to believe we're not, like he said, we're not even close to being prepared for that kind of stuff. We're, uh, we're, it, it's almost a joke. And I do believe 100% that what we do exude to the world is absolute weakness and incompetence from the white house. I mean, Joe is a disgrace to this country as a president. I mean, it is, it's an absolute disgrace. I can't believe we can't have, we're not hearing anything from anybody about the 25th amendment. We heard it all the time with Trump. He, he scooched down a, some stairs or he holds his water in a certain way. They don't like that. They, oh my God, he's not, he, he's not fit. Joe is an obvious senile person. He, he can't, Think straight. He's he's horrible. Everybody knows it, and nobody's talking about it. Like, where are the Republicans on the twenty fifth amendment? How are you going to get this guy out of here? Nobody's even talking about it. There's no talk really of impeachment or the twenty fifth amendment or nothing. We're just going to have to deal with it for another two years and continue to exude this weakness to the world. And, and so they they hell they fly effing Chinese balloons over our military bases and do circle lights picking up all kind of data. And they lie to us. They come on and say, well, they didn't really get much. We blocked their signals. And that's a bunch of bull. We found out later they did lie to us. And they did get a bunch of information. China did. So they're they're doing their thing. They're preparing. And we're sitting over here with our our head up our ass. I can get timing on that button. And what are we doing? And we're worried about pronouns and wokeness. And we've got the, we've got the gay flag in our military parades. And we've got to be, make sure to get that gay flag on that embassy over there. And. You know, it's a disgrace what's happening. Okay. I, I need to, I need to transfer the telephones cause I don't think I did that this morning. People are trying to call in and nothing's coming to, to me. So I apologize. Thank you, Dolores. I don't know where I'd be without old D right up there running the ship. Okay. Now the phones are forwarded. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, if you want to call in now, give it a try. Now that we have only 10 minutes left to go in the program, you may call me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I don't know. Okay. Got a, a text here from a listener. Mark is exactly dead on. We are concerned with woke BS, trans BS. That's exactly what our enemies are wanting. Yeah. We're, we're killing ourselves from within, man. It, it, it really is this, it's all, you know, it's cultural. It's, it's what I told them somebody yesterday on Twitter about this whole shooting stuff. It's like, man, it is cultural. We are losing the cultural battle. Why? That's the question. Why have we God loving conservative America loving people? Why are we losing the culture war? You know, that's a, <laughs> that's a big question. I don't know that we have time to answer that in a, in a lifetime, but it, it, there's some answers out there. You know, obviously Hollywood is owned by a bunch of the liberal leftist, you know, lunatics, and they, they control a lot of the culture, Hollywood, the music world, culture, what's shaping the minds. And then of course, academia, you know, that started back in the sixties, right? And all the, 
anti-godness in academia. That's been going on for decades now. Brainwashing, you know, masses of students. And, and today on these university campuses, man, it is not good. These kids come out, they don't know, come here from Sikkim in many cases. They don't know their history. They don't know our history. They think America is bad. They think we're all just a bunch of racists. America's bad. That's why you saw the poll about patriotism has gone to the to the crapper. Nobody cares about patriotism. Matter of fact, it's a bad word. No, we don't want patriotism. We want globalism and electric cars and vaccinated animals and fruits. We just give us the shot. Give us the juice. You know, put on the mask. Just whatever the government tells us. That's what we want. You'll own nothing and be happy. Marxism, he was exactly right. And it's being taught. And you know, Hell, we had Bernie Sanders damn near win the presidency running on a socialist agenda openly in America. And he had a swath of young people following him. And this, oh, it's, it's, it's the way to go. Clueless, because they got it from academia, a bunch of college kids. I'm so proud of our college kids. We got two still in college, about to get graduated, and they got their heads on straight. And it's a uh, God. You thank God every day for that. You know they're still conservative, and they're not. They didn't get sucked in, man. Thank God, because kids are getting sucked in left and right. They're impressionable. They're trying to figure this whole deal out. And they're getting sucked into this cultural BS, man. And they, they want to be a part of something. And they, 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 you know, they think virtue signaling and look at how progressive we are and all of it. It's all anti-God at its root. And, uh, and we're, we, we are losing the culture war. That's one thing that's so cool about um, daily, the Daily Wire which is a uh, kind of a conservative news deal. They, they're, they're doing some movies and stuff like that, trying to uh, change the culture, or at least have an impact on it. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting to me. You think Hollywood would get a clue that these Christian movies are doing so well, like the Jesus Revolution is doing so well, the series The Chosen has done well. The, I mean, you know, of course, The Passion of the Christ that came out a long time ago. It was one of the top grossing movies of all time. Okay, I said I would announce this. Here's a little something going down in Bixby you might want to be a part of. This is going to be, uh, let me get the flyer where I can see it and the date on this thing. It's, a, it's called Flood Tulsa. It's going to be April 15th through the 25th, 10 days, 24 hours a day, 10 days of worship, prayer, and equipping. And it's going to be uh, at 10846 East 131st Street in Bixby. I'm not exactly sure, you know, what's at a park or something. I know where 131st Street is. But anyway, it's called Flood Tulsa. And uh, you can kind of check that out if you're interested more in that. It's going to be 10 days of that, 24-7 for 10 days. Get involved at floodnations.life. If you're interested in that kind of a deal right there, so that's good. So there are, I mean, I'm telling you, and that's, that's the good news. That's some of the hope we see that in little spots here and there, there is an uprising on the other side, on the godly side. Thank God for that. There's always a remnant. There's always going to be, and there's these college kids that are rising up and getting involved and doing the right thing and, and uh, trying to fight against this, this craziness that they see in their world. So that's good. And we need to support that stuff, obviously. And, Promote it and share it and get it out there so people can can know what's going on with that stuff. That's fantastic. Good stuff. Whew. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Five minutes to go? Four minutes maybe? What do we want to share in our remaining moments together today? Let me see. Let me just check, check, check. I did all the I did all the education stuff. Politics. What do I have? Washington Post. Uh, I see where they reinstated one of those Tennessee guys sworn back into the Tennessee house days after being expelled, gets his cake and eats it too. Evidently that's been something to see over there. There's uh, there's more news about COVID coming out. The vaccines primarily not really anything to do with COVID 
It's more about the the vaccines and how much they lied to us. Peter McCullough had a statement on Twitter. Says the NCHS 2021 maternal maternal deaths highest in almost 60 years, a 40% increase in the deaths of expectant mothers, despite the decline in pregnant women overall. Rise in miscarriages and other fetal abnormalities off the charts. Due to the dead gum jab. Due to the jab. Be thankful if you didn't get it. Be thankful if you hadn't had any problems if you did get it. Because it's uh, a lot of people are having struggles with this stuff out there. And it's still it's still a lot of it going on. I mean, you see these uh, morticians talking about how, you know, the, the stuff they're pulling out of these bodies. It's, it is in, in, inhumane what's been done, what's been perpetrated on the human race with these vaccinations is unbelievable. And they're continuing to push it, of course. They're trying to get the mRNA vaccines into the food. And any way that they can get this poison into our systems, they're trying to do it. I'm just, I just want to caution you, my friends, do not take it, okay? Just, just don't. Try to avoid it at all costs if you can. And be thankful if you took it and you didn't have any problems. That's good because a lot of people, you know, did. I, I know a lot of people that took it and, you know, no, no visible problems. Thank God for that. But there's a lot of people that have had a lot of issues and continue to have issues with it, okay? That's just reality. That is reality. What what else is reality is that we're 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 out of time. I'm sorry I didn't get the phones transferred over early. If you wanted to call, well, try it tomorrow. We're going to be right back here. Hopefully, God willing, and the creeks don't rise too much. Right back here at eight o'clock again. It's going to be archived on our website. Listen to thebrew.com. We put a lot of stuff over there. The radio and this and that and the other and. And uh, check that out. We're also, again, podcasting on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Check it out. And be sure to share this broadcast with your friends and family because how else are we going to save this beautiful country if we don't share this message? Huh? I don't know. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into Tradio now. You guys have a good Tuesday. It's time for Tradio with Tricia.